You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. See, men are easy like that. We just, we, we don't mind having our heads shaved. You, you know what was funny, Kevin, is that Gretel, uh, you know, she works next door to this um, hair salon, I guess, that, that charged her $150 for the hairdo. Anyway, the hairdresser comes into the post office the other day and says, well, your fringe is looking a bit long. Come next door and I'll, I'll give it a trim. And Gretel's thinking, oh, good Lord, no. How much is this going to cost me? And she did it for free. And Gretel came home and, oh, wasn't that nice? She did it for free. And it's like, God damn it, woman, she charged you 150 bucks. She should trim <laughs> your hair for the next six months until the gray comes through again for that value. So uh, You did say gray comes through, did you? Oh, it comes through. And, and look. I don't care. I've got grey in the beard, and I've got grey on top of the head, and I'm balding. You know, I, I don't mind the grey hairs. I, I don't, I don't feel vain enough to, you know, be worried about it. I know women feel differently though, but you know, just for a me, he- just a heads up as a, a a bit of a man tip. You will grey everywheres. And that was the first image that we didn't need to see on Geekiest Show Ever 121. Kevin Order, how are you going with your grey bits, shall we say? My grey bits are a bit greyer after dealing with you this week. But uh... Oh, come on! <laughs> dealing with my... We've only just begun! Well, see, it's, it's the stress leading up to the starting of the show is what... I you know I had no gray in my beard or anything until I started doing this show with you, and the sheer stress of it and and my whole geek point you know the thing I have to do with geek points now I have to allot them fairly. Oh, I, I am no longer acknowledging your geek points, it, listeners. We are throwing out the geek points; they do not exist. We're going to have to you know come up with a brand new uh, podcast in roommate agreement. No. Yes. No. And I write the agreement. Nope. Yes. I write the agreements. I'm Sheldon. <laughs> You're Leonard. Oh, fuck no, I don't want to be Leonard. He's like stupid. Or you can be Wallowitz. Those are your only two choices. Oh, geez, let me at least let me be Raj. He's like, you know, weird and wacky. Yeah, but he always wants to dress up in female costumes too, so I'm not sure if is that really the where you want to go? Mmm, silky. Mmm, throw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kevin, speaking of throwing up in your mouth, you were on the, the Deepest Look podcast, which is also... Deeper. Uh, deeper Look. Sorry, not Deepest. I did write down Deeper, but, you know, I said Deepest. Yep. Went, went pretty deep there, Kevin. And Anyway, <laughs> so you were on the Deeper Look podcast, which is part of the Stoplight Network. Great podcast. And um, you were there to talk t- with Peter Bird about you. And all you seem to do is talk about me. Oh, that was so special and so sweet, Kevin. Well, I figured I owed you payback from NAMP from a few weeks ago when you just couldn't stop talking about me. Yeah, I know. You just kind of crept in. What is it with <laughs> us that, you know, when, when we're not together, we're talking about each other constantly? People must really get tired of that. I think it's called a bromance. Ooh. Do I get flowers <laughs> on Valentine's Day? Uh, we'll see. Depends on how good and what you're wearing. Ooh. Might have to get out some silky thing the Gretel's got going. Oh, I didn't need that image right now. I just got done with dinner. <laughs> and here's my dinner. Here's the podcast in bath bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Now, so, you, you did a great show across there, um, but you did mention me way too much. I, I felt sorry for Peter, although Peter mentioned me way too much. I'm, I'm like, guys, guys, I'm here, I'm here, but I'm not here, you know? Well, it was, we were, the, the original episode, um, and I and a big thanks to Peter for have, inviting me on. I really enjoyed doing it, and I think um, uh, the original intent was Melissa, the Mac Mommy, and I were going to do it with him, and she got time schedules uh, mixed up, and um, we're, we're still. I think the plan is at one point for her and I to get back on there again and do the show with Peter. Uh, Peter and I had a lovely chat. It's the first time I've ever talked to Peter, you know, in 
uh, I don't want to say face to face, voice to voice, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, because he and I have chatted a lot on Twitter before, uh, and he's a fan of our show, and I really appreciate that. I, I thought I would have had you and him on the same NAMP episode sometime. Not that I, no, I don't think so. Wow. But, uh, you know, we just, he and I had a great time chatting, and um, he was, he, he, you know, he always found it interesting to see or to know about, you know, the stuff we get into in the in the antics because I think uh Well he's our he, one listener. <laughs> no, he he's he's one of two. I know of two Mike listens occasionally, so Yeah, but Mike has to listen to hear when when we say something about him so that when he's on next time he can refute it. He's got no this, choice. Well so, so far we know we have Peter, we have Mike, uh Dorothy listens occasionally. And Summer, when she's not doing Morse code, listens to us now. Dorothy, only listening occasionally. Dorothy, shame on you. Shame on you. Every episode is a great episode. Well, I say occasionally. Who, who, it's the, who it's am I episode, kidding? <laughs> the episodes that you're not on are the ones she always listens to, I think. No, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. So it's, it's all me and it's not you. Yeah, right. We'll believe that one. I know Scott yeah. Wilsey listens to us as well. So, uh. Said well, his name. Oh, the man who shall remain nameless. Whoops, I forgot. We haven't done that for a while, have we? Do you know who's haven't got a new a, a new co-host across there at Pocket Size Podcast? I'm a couple episodes behind. Behind, I know he's getting a new one, but I'm a I'm a no, last he's, one. Well, he's, two, he's got one, um, which is kind of cool because then you don't just have to listen to Scott for the whole hour. So you know, it's kind of interesting. We love Scott, but you know. <laughs> Which is absolutely angelic, and I just love listening to him. I, I gotta say, he's he's got this type of humor that that just really works. It's so deadpan, so dry. He thinks it's bad. I think it's brilliant. You know, I, I think it's it's really great. So uh, I've been interested to listen to. I've only listened to one episode with the new co-host at the moment, and I've got to sort of pick it up. But I think he's chosen a really good co-host. Um, to come on and, and do the show with, I think it'll end up enriching the show and, and people enjoy it equally as much, if not more. Well, I have, I think the last episode of Pocket Size that I listened to, and I don't know how far behind I am. Every once in a while, I get real far behind on certain shows, and I just have to like listen to a whole bunch of them in a row. I think it was 119, the Appalooza, or oh, yeah. Summer Appalooza. I don't know how many episodes that puts me behind. Uh, so about a month or so. Okay, I, I catch up. You know, I some podcasts. I some podcasts. If I get behind, I just delete. Scott's is one I try to always catch up on. So. Yeah, mine you delete. I know that much. <laughs> uh, I never delete yours. I always listen to see what you say about me. Aha! There you go. So, listeners, if you want Kevin to or uh, fellow podcasters, you want Kevin to listen to your show, just mention him in the show. Then he'll. You know, feel all self-conscious. You know what? Uh, Gaz actually listens to uh, Namp while he's going to sleep or trying to get to sleep. Uh, we're that boring across there at Namp. Um, although he he, uh, he loved my rant a, f- a couple of weeks back about iOS and hating iOS and and calling it the the iOS in-app purchase in the the prostitution of the iOS app world and the, the, the new spam, as I think Alistair said. Yes, I, I yeah, Alistair did. Um, you know, and, and to be quite honest, Kevin, I've been absolutely astonished. I was expecting people to have pitchforks out for me, you know, and running me out of the virtual town. Oh, blasphemy, getting rid of an iPad and, and um, you know, saying that I, iOS sucks because of in-app purchasing being, you know, running rampant and stuff like that. Oh, Kevin's got his pitchfork. I knew some idiot had to do it. Some town idiot had to do it, didn't they? <laughs> um, but no, I was really expecting bad press uh, from it. And all I've got is a deluge of emails and, and, and messages uh, from all the social networks just saying, yeah, you know, we absolutely agree with you. This sucks. It's got to change. Um you know, I'm I'm moving away from iOS completely. Other than my iPhone, I don't care for it. I don't want another iPad until they fix up those problems. I just there's no use in me investing money into an app that when it's updated it can change and and then they can put in app purchase in or crap like that. Apple needs to get control of it 
and stop allowing developers to go and screw the system. Google has to do the same thing. This is not just an, an Apple thing. Android's got in-app purchasing as well. It needs to be curbed. It needs to be restricted because it's just going to destroy the industry. I mean, not now. People are still loving it. But in five years' time, people are going to be sick of it. I mean, okay, let's put it this way. The geeks are generally ahead of the curve a little bit on what happens in technology. Sometimes we get it wrong. Most of the time we get it right. And I'm not saying that I'm right necessarily in this. In-app purchasing should be there in some capacity, but not in the way it's being abused at the moment where you can't play the game unless you purchase something or unless you wait three more days to get an extra life to play that game again. That's stupid. I mean... What idiot developer turns around and says, Oh, I really want all my players, all my, you know, all, all these people to play my game, but I'm going to make it so hard for them that I'm just going to screw them. It's like, oh, really? You know, fuck yeah. off, developers. That's all I can say. I, I know even developers have come back to me recently, even ones that use in-app purchasing, and they back my opinion on this. So, so why do they do it then? Some abuse it, some don't. And when I say some abuse it, I mean, you, you, you look, all you have to do is go into iTunes and, and look at, you know, the, the top grossing. And everything's free because of all the in-app purchasing. You know, you you got all those stupid games that, you know, people buy in-app stuff. But the developers I've found that have come back to me, they actually use it correctly. It's like you, you know, pay $6.99, you get the full version. Uh, you know, you get all the features unlocked. Or uh, Chris Hoovler, who who uh, does Teacher's Assistant Pro, he's just released a second version, and he's got an in-app purchase in there. He didn't really want to, but he had to do it because it synchronizes data securely with one of the servers he uses. And the only way to get that data synchronization done properly was to, you know, basically lease the computers, and that costs money, and, you know, he couldn't... It's got to be done on, like, a yearly system, so he couldn't just do it and then not do it again. He had to have some way that the consumer could do it. But in saying that, you don't need to have that. If you're not working with other teachers and you don't need that that cloud integration, you can use the entire app perfectly fine. So he's used it for the subscription model. If you look at something like the Loop Magazine and... um I don't know whether you'd really call it a magazine or an app. It comes under both. Which, the magazine things on iOS is still a bit confusing. But in there, you can purchase your subscription model. So you can purchase, you know, each month or you can purchase yearly or, you know, every six months. However you want to do it. That's cool. But what's not cool is, you know, Plants vs. Zombies 2 just came out this week. And you can get a bag full of gold, a bucket full of gold, a wallet full of gold. What the fuck? What can you buy with that? What what does it do for you? Where's the version for buy the entire fucking game? That's what I want. I want it. Hey, we're going to charge you $50 to buy the entire game. You can do that. Or you can just waste all these little bits and pieces that add up to much more than that. So it's that kind of thing, you know, and that's PopCap Games. Their previous edition didn't have in-app purchasing. You buy it outright. So, and I understand why developers are going down that road. They're going down that road because it makes a bucket load of money. And Apple's not doing anything about it. Why? Because they're taking their 30%. It's full-on corruption. And unfortunately, people are getting stunned. I know a, a number of people that have turned around to me and said, you know what, Plants vs. Zombie 2 can go and fuck itself. Don't want to know it, not going to play it. Why? Because it's that in-app, that stupid in-app purchasing model. I don't want to have to wait a day to play the next level of the next game. You know, and I don't want to pay in-app yeah. purchasing, especially when you don't know what you're going to get. You know, if they had a version for, unlike everything, for this one price, $50, I wouldn't be arguing about this. I'd be saying, well, that's fair. You know, that's okay. You can buy the entire game, never have to end up purchase again. But they're not doing that, Kevin. And that's that's what bothers me. It's very much like gambling and, and, and playing on people's addictions. And, you know, it, it's so... 
easy for people to become addicted. And some people out there are probably saying, well, you know, if people go and buy it, that's their own stupid fault. But remember, people, that addictions are a real thing. They do exist. And sometimes people don't have the willpower to say no. Also, some people don't know how to turn it off. When they, when they give their kids an iPad, they don't know how oh, to yeah. turn the in-app purchasing off that's turned on by default. So it gets really, really messy. And I'm sure Apple's just dishing out the bloody refunds day after day. You know, why? It, it just, it's bad business. It's seedy business. It, it makes me disappointed to be an Apple user that they support it. It makes me disappointed in the developer community. I can't stand it. I want to see the back end of it. And I, I've just... I've, I don't even have... An, honestly, Kevin, I, I need a new iPhone. My iPhone 4 is getting really slow and, and uh, I sort of need a new iPhone. I'm really not that interested in whatever crap comes out of Apple, you know, next month. You know... Wow. I, I, I just... I, I get tired of this, you know? I... I really, I, I love my MacBook Air. It, you know, I'm, I'm even playing games. I was playing Colin McRae's Dirt 2 on it before we did the show. You know, and it's like, <laughs> wow, this thing rocks, you know. You hey, were supposed to be sleeping in. I know. Uh, full setting, <laughs> f- hey, full settings, full screen, didn't skip a beat. And you know what? I paid $20.99 and I owned the entire game. No fucking in-app purchasing, hours of gameplay, hours of fun. I can put it on any Mac in the house. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Then with iOS, I just, I'm not interested in, in what is happening over there anymore. I'm not interested in what's happening on the, the app store anymore. I, I occasionally go and look at the new apps that are there and I go, oh, ho-hum. Now I wait until someone turns around to me or, or a bunch of people and says, oh, this app is really good. And then I check it out. But I don't go looking for apps because all I see is, in up, in up, in up, in up, and it's like go to hell. So, as much as I want a new iPhone, I'm just, I'm so blase about it that I might even just go, ah, screw it. I couldn't be bothered. I'll just keep running on the old clunker I've got. Well, I, there's so many rebuttals or ways I want to comment on what you just said. Um, I guess the first thing, you know, I, I for for the most part, my iOS iOS devices. Um, my phone, my the fourth gen iPad I have, I'll, and I'll limit it to that because that's the first gen iPad's a different story mm-hmm. uh, that I still have and still use. But the fourth gen that I have, I really there's probably maybe two games on the entire thing, and one of them has never been opened. It still has a little new thing on it. <laughs> I just I don't play a lot of games on it because the downtime. And I know I've heard a lot of people talk about this. When people play those games, I always seem to get, you know, maybe I'm a little ADD or something. Uh, I get distracted, you know, squirrel, and I'm off onto something else maybe. I, you know, I don't know. So I don't get sucked into the game. Now, I will also say the only game that I ever played that I dearly loved was, oh, what was it called? Not Sim City. Was it Wii City or something like that? I can't remember. It was a. Far, it was like the farming game that Leo Laporte used to talk about all the time. Oh, uh, Leo Laporte talks about a lot of crap, but you know. Well, but it was there was a farming game where you know where you had to plant your crops and harvest them every so often. Farmville. And, no, not Farmville. It was like Farmville, but it was it was an iOS game. Sure. And uh, the the current Simpsons game that's out there is something very uh, similar oh, to yeah. the yeah that to one it. with a, a bazillion in app purchasing. <laughs> yeah, Options and that's well. anyway the the city. I guess it was the city game. Yeah, I think it was the city game. Was the only one I ever really did much in app purchasing. Just because every once in a while there would come across as I was starting to get trying to get started in the game, there was uh, uh, you could buy some stuff and get some of the cool features which let which let you earn more money. Mm-hmm. I did limit it in a couple ways when I did in-app purchases, the same way I do for iTunes purchases as a, as a whole, whether they're apps or, or television shows or music, I buy gift cards and put them on my account. Once you blow through it, that's it. Oh, I'm done until I have to get my lazy butt up, go up to the store, yep. and, you know, uh, buy the gift card or find a deal on it, you know, where they might be selling a 
$50 gift card for $48 or $45 or mm-hmm. something like that. So that's the way I limit it. I don't have a credit card tied to that account on purpose um, because otherwise I just blow through it. I don't know. If I was doing it, I could see how I could easily blow through it. Let me rephrase that. Mm-hmm. So that's one way. And I did use that on occasion. But again, the whatever the 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 uh, currency was in that game, and I can't remember anymore because it's been offline for a couple years now, I bought some of that at times. But I usually tried to catch it when the – Nine, like the four ninety nine thing was on sale for a dollar ninety nine. You know, whatever four ninety nine got you. But I know other people that I think because I can't figure out how they could build their cities Sorry, and their farm so damn fast. I'm going, what's going on here? How are you doing this? Yep. Uh, I mean, you know, they, they're not purchasing. So I mean, I did do it some, not a lot. I did it some and. But to the bigger point is, I just don't play enough. I like a lot of the games that I play on iOS, but I'm very picky about the ones I play on iOS. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, I guess is the best way to say. Gaming for I haven't gamed on iOS for maybe twelve months because of this. You issue. know, you know what the biggest game is I play on iOS? I think uh, Solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a free Solitaire version that has ads that come up at the bottom. So what I'll do a lot of times is I turn it into airplane mode, switch my iPad to airplane mode, so then the ads don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I like it. And look, Kevin, I'm not I'm not against in any way, shape, or form the developer earning money because they they put in a lot of work. They deserve to earn money. What I am tired of though is the sleaziness of the way that they try to make money and the way that they inevitably do. That that's what I really disagree with. So. Yeah, Apple, cut the sleeves, eh? Ah, shit, I just poured water down the front of myself. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Sorry about that, listeners. Oh, dear. Yeah, so um, anyway, new iPhone coming out. Oh, look, I, I really don't. I'm not that interested. I might buy it, I might not buy it. I'm just, I'm so disillusioned by it at the moment, Kevin, that I just don't know if I want to even be bothered anymore. If I could... And if there was another manufacturer that does it better, I'd jump ship. But they don't. They all do the same thing. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just becoming an old man and and just want want things to remain the way they always did. But this predatory behaviour just has to stop. I just I strongly disagree with it. And the only way that I think people are going to the only way it's going to change, unfortunately, because Apple won't do anything. They're pulling in too much money. The only way that's going to change is for people to stop downloading these apps and stop buying in-app purchasing. You know? Yeah. If, that, if that, that happens, it, they'll go back to the previous model of doing things. You got to break the cycle. Well, you know, I, I'll i admit a dirty little secret. I got a new phone today. Ooh, did you? But not an iPhone. That's all right. What phone did you get? Uh, it's an LG 840G. It's a touchscreen feature phone. <laughs> Wow, listeners, he's got a touchscreen feature phone. Let me let me explain what, what happened. What, what features does it have, Kevin? I don't know. I have it. It's still charging. Um, I tried That's to separate. That's a good phone. It, it comes uncharged. No, it, it was charged. I just it's upstairs charging. Um, no, what happens is my iPhone I use primarily for work, and then if the if there's other stuff that I want to do or something like that. I try to segment that off, and I have a pay-as-you-go phone, which now here in the United States you can get pay-as-you-go cell phones. So probably yeah, my caught up with the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So um, the next time around, I may do that. But the reason I had to get a new phone was I used to always get just a cheap little. They were like five dollars or something. Oh, flip can- phone, candy bar, or flip phone. Yep, little flip phone. Well, last weekend I got the third or fourth one of those washed because I left it in my pants pocket. (laughs) So I was looking – I use track phone for this because it ends up costing me – as I say, I'm just doing – I have a very specific purpose this phone's for. And for eight bucks a month, that's as cheap as I can go. I mean, really, that's that's dirt cheap. Um, So they had a refurbished – it's an LG 480 
G is the model of the phone for $19 and they shipped it to me overnight for free. So I said, nice. Oh, what the hell? You know? And it's a little, the reason I got it is because it's a little bit bigger. It's closer to the iPhone size. Yep. So I'm not likely to leave it in my pocket. It'll be in my shirt, pro- my breast, my shirt pocket, as opposed to my pants pocket where I kept the uh, mm-hmm. feature phone. So let's hope this one lasts longer. Uh, the one I had before was a Samsung of some sort flip phone. It was, I didn't like, it was the worst one I'd ever had because the, the dial pad on it was hard for me to work. I was used to being able to do it with one hand. And for whatever reason, it didn't seem to want to work, or you had to hit the buttons really square on. You couldn't yeah. even be just a little off. So uh, the old Samsungs weren't good. They're much better now with the the touch screens, but the old button Samsungs, ugh, hideous. Back back in that day, it was definitely a Nokia and Motorola uh, run thing. Yeah, but this little—I mean, I only played with a little bit. I had to transfer. I had to call them and get my minutes transferred over and my phone number transferred over to the new phone. Very nice technical support. The lady was very nice and very, very helpful. I was very, I've been impressed by it because, again, this is like the third or fourth. It might even be the fifth time I've done this. I can't remember how many times I've lost these little things. So uh, I decided to pony up a little more this time and try it, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But it really, primarily what I use it for is just, it just has like one purpose. And it's the phone that if my daughter goes away, if she goes to do something, uh, you know, for school or something, it's the phone we hand her to take. Yep. So, because I had to look up the phone number for that phone. I don't even know the phone number for it. You know, Kevin, I I do the same thing. I've still got an old Motorola that I've had since 2005 or so. And it's got another number on it. So, if any time I'm on the phone, they ask me for a number or any time I'm filling out a form... And I don't want to be contacted really by them. I give that phone number. At least then there's a message bank on there, so they can leave a message. And if I want to get back to them, I can. But then my iPhone's just kept for emergency calls, so the school's got it, and, and you know direct family members have it. My mother doesn't have it though, Kevin. <laughs> there is no bloody way she's getting that number. Unfortunately, I made the mistake of giving my mother my iPhone number. But yeah, you know, you don't you don't do that. Look, Gretel made the same thing. Gretel's got has, has given my mother her mobile number, and it's like, are you that stupid? Yes, yes, you are. Gretel's not stupid. Gretel is a saint and an angel that walks among us. But no, that's not right. not when she gives my mother her mobile number. <laughs> that's just damn right stupid. Well, I, I have to confess... Stu- stupid is what stupid does. Or marry stupid. Anyway, the... Uh, <laughs> Good point. Yes, <laughs> yeah. the, the phone, my iPhone phone number, which you have, and only a few people have, um, funny enough, I've had that phone one, number... One, so eight, long, one, one call kevin No, it's 1-800-LOOK-KILT. Anyway, the... <laughs> Upkilled, excuse me. Uh, Upkilled, Jesus. Um, the that phone number is so old, and I've had that number so long that it didn't even start as a phone number. It was actually on my pager back in the day. Wow, that's cool. It's been migrated. I've had that phone number since it would have been sometime in the late night, mid to late nineties. I got it when I got the first pager. I got, and I've just migrated it through. Oh, it's been through, it went through two pagers and three or four cell phones, just plain old cell phone. Next, one of them was a Nextel phone, the push to talk thing. Yep. And then it moved over to a BlackBerry. And then from the BlackBerry, it moved to the iPhone. Nice. So that number, I've had that number for a long, long time. A lot of history, so. though. That's cool because yeah. I I haven't I've swapped my number around over the years and and generally we're out here for a long time when you switch carriers you had to switch numbers you had no choice but you know in recent years and probably the last seven or eight they've been moving the the number across which is really handy um, so yeah you know I I still use a feature phone for just you know when I need to like the the last couple of months, we've been selling some things on eBay. People have been coming to the house to pick it up. I give them that number. I don't want 
them to have my my main personal number. I don't like being, you know, interrupted that much. Um, so I give them the old number, and if they leave a message, great. If they don't, oh well. So yeah, I don't set up the voicemail on that line because I don't want voicemails left there. Because downside to the pay as you go plan that I have to retrieve the voicemails, I have to use time up to retrieve them. Yeah. So yeah, it it is hard, but. You know, a lot of people out here have silent numbers, and then if it comes from a business, you don't get the business extension and stuff like that. So it's handy to have the voicemail there. You know what's cool, though, that I and I didn't realize it until I was ordering the phone. This phone actually acts as a 3G hotspot. That's cool. Now, see, that's what I think would be really cool to do that and then have, like, an iPod Touch in your pocket. Um, cause I don't really need that much phone calls and, and I know people are saying, oh, why would you have two? You can have it all in one. And I have had it all in one for years with the iPhone. Um, big difference. The iPhone minimum, the entry level costs $799 to buy. The iPod touch is half that price. Do the math. <laughs> you know, you, you're saving an absolute arm and a leg. Because uh, I buy them outright, I don't put them on plans, I don't like plans, um, I've had issues with plans over the years, um, you know, I've had debts with plans and credit cards, so now I, I pay everything cash, you know, I, I learned young, Kevin, I um, I got myself into a lot of strife, the credit card companies just kept sending out the, hey, look, we can give you $1,000 more on your account, cool, man, you know, and, and then other credit card companies would say, oh, you want to sign up now? Sure thing. Oh, zero interest for the first three months. Yay, then 30% after that. Ah, I got stung. You know, a stupid kid who grew up in, you know, a uh, less than affluent household, quite poor. And, you know, once you turn the right age where they could start, you know, throwing your stuff and saying, would you like this? Would you like that? Sure. Yeah, oh, that's a good deal. That's a great deal. Boy, I got myself into a lot of trouble. Thankfully, I've been out of debt now for eight to nine years, but I will never go back into debt again. It's just one of those things that it's like, I, you know, our credit card isn't a credit card. Yes, it is MasterCard, but it's a, a, a debit card. So you've got to actually have the money in there so I can to buy to cover it. I can buy things online, but it's like having a prepaid credit card. So every week I move $500 across and make sure there's 500 there because that covers food, you know, expenses, petrol, yeah. all that kind of stuff. If we eat out, it comes out of that. Uh, and once we've hit the limit, we stop. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, well, we've run out of money, so guess what? We can't do anything else. We've just got to sit at home and, and eat bread and butter. Um, you know, we're not, <laughs> we're not that strict, but you know what I mean? It, it, not having that endless supply of... A virtual money there. <laughs> virtual money. Yeah, there's the good phrase. I I mean, I've had trouble at times. I've, I've, I've run bills up pretty high at times. I've always been able to pay them back down. And, yep. you know, it, it, it's cyclic. You know, I've had different times. And right now they're kind of high, but we're working on paying them down. And we're just being more. It's just one of those cycles we tend to go through. Yep. Because, uh, matter of fact, I had a couple credit card companies contact me and say, we notice you haven't been spending any money lately. What can we do to encourage you to spend more money that uh, you really don't have? God, they're, they're, said, they're as sleazy as the app developers, aren't they? So I just, yeah, I just, I kind of put them away. I only use them when I absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I've been doing really pretty good. Uh, so, you know, it'll, it'll take a few months to get over the hump, get back down to normal, down to what I consider debt free as debt free as I can be. I mean, I got a mortgage, I got all this other stuff. Um, but you know, it, it it comes in waves and cycles. Is the way I like to look at it. And I get you know, it takes sometimes it takes a little while longer. It did when I was younger because I really went nuts like you did when I was younger, probably about thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. You want a credit card? Sure. Here, have this one. Oh no, take this one. Oh, great, you know. <laughs> You know, I, mean, I, I, was, I was so bad, Kevin, that at one stage with my business, I, I sat down with my uncle who uh, worked for one of the biggest banks out here, and I found that I owed over a hundred grand. Ooh, you know, car repayments, everything. Oh, look, I bought a sports car, beautiful car, but you know what? Nothing hurts more than when the repossession company comes, loads it on the back of a truck, 
and you watch that beautiful yellow sports car driving down the road and you've lost it all and you still have to pay the debt out. Nothing's nothing's worse than than you know seeing that. It just tears you to the core. So um and and look unfortunately everyone goes through that I think. I you know, maybe some really intelligent people don't. Um but, you know, uh, we've got family members who, at the moment, we can't even get in touch with them because their phones are disconnected because they can't afford to pay the bill. And it's like, oh, jeez, you know. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I understand. Fortunately, I never got that bad. Things never, you know, I, I was always self-adjusting. I go, oh, wait a minute, this is getting a little ridiculous here. And then I said, okay, stop. Mm-hmm. Pay all this off. Then we'll get, let's get back to square one again. You know, and then you know, maybe two or three years later, that that thought has kind of gone out of my head, and I'll get it, get it run up a little bit. Like, oh no, no, stop, 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 get it paid down. See, yeah. what what I do, Kevin, is instead of doing that, and and I I would do that a lot, and I know a lot of other people would as well, but I do that with savings, um, where I have now a zero balance of what our savings is. So, say for instance, if our savings was fifty grand. We couldn't go below the fifty grand unless it was an emergency. So unless it was, uh, I don't know, something medical or something that needed to be done, or we needed to, you know, buy a new car immediately. I don't know, some really, it'd have to be big. So I've got the yeah. zero balance, and then every thousand that we save, I, I up the zero balance so that we've got just that little bit more, so that we don't spend it. So once it gets to say fifty thousand five hundred and one or higher. Then it goes to fifty thousand, fifty one thousand five hundred and one. Then it goes to fifty one thousand as, as the zero balance. So that way, I, I can control it a bit more. And uh, we, we do the same thing. We do yeah. that to, to an extent too. We 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 call it. We're going to pretend that money's not even there. You yes, know? yes. That, that that's what we do as well. It, it's there, but it's not there. And I. But now, when I when I talk about the cycles that I go through. Even when I pretend that money's not there, I don't even count that in my net worth. I'm just worried about paying down the debt I have that I ran up over here over the last mm-hmm. six eight months, and then pay it down. Because um, a lot, of, like a lot of times on vacation, when I'm paying for vacation for five of us, it's there isn't really much choice. It no, isn't really much no. choice. Yeah, well, we, we we're planning on going away uh, next month, actually, and. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing whether or not we can get hold of the, the family apartment that my uncle has um, and hopefully get a better price. But if we pay, you know, the full commercial rates during the holiday season, and it's coming into the warmer weather now, so more people are heading towards the beaches. So we're thinking of uh, going up to the Gold Coast, um, you know, which is, you know, I, I guess uh, similar to maybe Miami, Florida, uh, that, that kind of weather. Um, a bit like California, too. Um, yeah. you know, beaches and stuff like that. Uh, yes, I will be wearing my mankini. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be riding up high, Kevin. Um, but oh, yes, it, 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 if we if we had to pay full price, we'd be you know we'd we'd have to dip below that that safety net that we put in place that zero that self imposed zero balance. We'd have to dip below it to actually have a good holiday. And maybe for something like that, we can turn around and say, all right, well, we do it now. But the the thing is, the zero balance doesn't go down. So it won't go down to like 48000 from, say, the 50000 It will stay at the fifty, and our aim is to then save the money back up to the fifty, and then keep it going. So we, we never change the zero balance. We always keep it there so that we know, okay, we just spent two grand more, for instance, uh, then we really should have. So we've got to save that back before then we do anything else big. And, yeah. you know, th- this is what happens even with my tech purchases. Uh, if we've got the money there to spare, great. If we don't, I have to wait. It's as simple as that. And it tends to work for us. Yeah, no, it, it makes perfectly good sense. Um, we, something similar, maybe a little way, little little different, but we kind of do the same thing. Just like my retirement money and all that, that doesn't exist. And I could touch that anytime I wanted. Uh-uh. Doesn't exist. Never heard of it. Don't know what you're talking about. Yep. You know. you, you got to have that rainy day money because it's so easy to, 
you know, something big and major happens in your life and then you need it, you know. So, yeah. you know, I always say that, uh, you know, I probably never can afford to make it to Macworld. I, pr- I could afford to make it to Macworld, but, boy, it, I'd, I'd be saving for six months again to, to pay for it. So I know, that's my problem. Uh, one, it comes, although it's better, the time of year is better now. Unfortunately, though, it's going to bump into some stuff. I, that I thought was going to be done at work, but Macworld next year is going to bump into it again. So it's like crap. Um, <laughs> and I never wanted to go away that time of year and leave my uh, family here alone. Cause I was always afraid that I'd go out there and it's happened a couple times recently. We had big snowstorms here and I don't feel right leaving my family here sure. by themselves in a snowstorm. And my wife having to deal with clearing the driveway and doing all that. That's my job. Yep. So, um, and I would feel bad, you know, I'm out spending money, I'm on the West Coast doing all this other stuff, so, yeah, plus, I don't like to fly. I haven't been on a plane since 1986, so, or 87, I can't remember now, it's been that long ago. Um, so, to get me in, it's a, and a, a train trip across country in comfortable accommodations is about 17 or $1,800 each way. Wow. That, that you know that, that that's an airfare from Sydney to to LA. That that's that's the same airfare cost. So well, I did I did look at Virgin America to fly out to San Francisco first class though, because yep. that way I'm not so packed in. Oh yeah, you know, and it was almost the same cost as the train trip. The only difference is I'm there in four, five or six hours. Yep, as opposed to two and a half days on train. Wow. I was going to ask you, how long would a road trip take? And it sounds like it would take like three days driving. To drive to the West Coast, it's about 3,000 miles. So, you know, I could probably do, by myself, I could do, what, I could probably do about 1,000, between 800 and 1,000 miles a day. Mm -hmm. So if I was by myself and then stop, spend the night, get up, do it again. The only problem is that time of year, depending on the time of year, and again, Macworld's a little later in the year, is getting across the Rockies mm-hmm. because of the snow. Uh, and, I mean, you're going significant. And, and now, I cross mountains here all the time, and but we're talking mountains ten times the size of what I cross every day mm-hmm. to get out, to get over on the other side out to the West Coast. Right. So, they're, you know, they're a little different story, so... We'll see. I, what would be fun, what I would love to do, and Pat Mon and I have joked around about it some, is he, he's going to fly over here. We're going to rent an RV. Then him and me, then we're going to go pick up, I think we said we'd pick up Jenna Duffy. We're going to pick up, um, oh, who else were we going to pick up? BJ Wanlin, I think, was in on it. Uh, Mark Shepard wanted to get in on it. I've, we had a whole list of people. We might have needed two or three damn RVs by the time we get <laughs> Steve Stanger even jumped in on it or something like that. And we were going to pick up all these people and, you know, going back up and down the country like this instead of going straight east and west and uh, have everybody go out there and uh, go out that way. But Pat said he was just going to fly back home. I said, well, where's the fun of that? We got to come home again. We got to drive all the way back. (laughs) And and you know what? You'd have more fun doing that road trip than going to Macworld itself. Yeah, okay. oh, Mike was the other one wanted to get on it. We said we'd pick up Mike uh, Mike McPeak. We could probably talk Julie into a road trip. We could pick her up and, you know, some of our other friends. It was either that or we were going to rent a large jet and have Kirshen fly us. <laughs> that would work, too. <laughs> I actually looked to see how much it costs to charter a jet. Oh, my, because I have a friend who is a mechanic on one of these type of things. And he's actually assigned to a specific plane, and he sometimes has to travel to that plane to fix it if you know if something's oh, wrong. Yep. It's forty. I want to say he said it was forty-five or forty-seven hundred dollars an hour Whew. to to charter the plane, and it seats six people or eight people. I can't remember. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. If you do that with Kirshen, get Kirshen to to fly by Australia. Pick up me and, and, and then pick up Rose from Tasmania and then we'll swing around and pick up Alistair on the way back. Yeah, I haven't won the lottery yet. And besides that, I think Kirshen's only certified on one engine planes. Ah, <laughs> oh, she gets so far and then woo. 
It's like that old joke where the guy they're on the the there. I think it was uh, it's not Larry the Cable Guy. It's uh, what's the other one? Uh, I can't think of his name. That used to, Ron White. He was talking about it. he was on a plane. The guy came on. He said, uh, "We you know, the pilot came on and said, well, we've lost one engine, so we're going to be about 30 minutes late getting there or something like, or no, we're going to be late getting in. And uh, the guy in the seat next to him said, well, how long do you think it'll take us to get there on just one engine? Or how far do you think we can get on just this one engine? He said, well, I can guarantee you we'll get all the way to the crash site and we'll get there at least 30 minutes <laughs> after all the mechanics. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. But uh, yeah, I tell you what, I will, I will make this promise to you, my friend. If I should ever attain the money and the wealth to do it, I will send a plane to pick you up. Seems I will have. Right. I will, but you have to bring Gretel Ugh. and the kid. And I will send it to pick up Dear Rose, and I will send it to pick up Mister Alistair Jenks and his family, and we will bring you all to the United States for an extended stay. Sounds good to me. Now you just have to hope I hit that uh, Powerball for four hundred million dollars. Yeah, well, you you got to stop getting the the pieces of paper that have no value, Kevin. That was so disgusting. What didn't even get one lousy, stinking number? I don't mind losing. It's cheap entertainment, you know. For four bucks, I- <laughs> with four hundred and seventy million dollars, I think it was. But I didn't even get a stinking lousy number. I mean, I have hit it and won. I think the most I've ever won is a hundred bucks. But I didn't even get one stinking number. Nothing. You, you, you seem irritated by that fact. Yes, that's why I'm selling that ticket. It's only been used in one prize draw. So hey, anybody, I, I, as I said, I'll, I'll send you across a piece of Australian sand. You send me the ticket. That's the price it's worth. Okay, I think that, except I don't need one piece of sand. I want uh, you to send me five pounds of sand. That costs too much to ship. I know, that's the point of where I'm going with this. <laughs> I, oh, you know what? I was going to say that I'll send them one one grain at a time, but that would end up costing more too because the stupid postal system charges a fortune. And then if they open it up and see the white powdery sand in it, anthrax. There, that's yeah. That wouldn't be cool. That wouldn't be good for you. No, if I ever hit the lottery and then become flushed with cash, I will send the plane to pick you up. Sounds good to me. And, but it's going to uh, it's going to be in winter, and we're all going to meet up at Mike and Julie's house in the north in the northern part of the country. Sounds good. So you have to bring your thermies with you. That's all right. I can bring my thermies. I uh, I like thermies. And then we're going to get a good snowstorm. Then we're going to strip you buck naked and throw you out in it. Yeah, that'd be right. Great friends I have. Well, actually, no, I shouldn't say friends. I should say friend, because Kevin's the ringleader here. He, he's the one that would do all the, the uh, dirty deeds. No, Mike and I have already worked out the plan. Oh, wonderful. So I, I've got you guys conniving behind my back. Lovely. Thank you, Mike. Oh, but he's not the only one. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Julie. Pat's not in on it. I don't think Julie... Are are you kidding me? I was certain Pat would be in on it. I thought he'd be in charge of doing something like that. No, he had one to do something worse to you. um... (laughs) Thanks, Pat. (laughs) I know. I'm not uh... not going now. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. No, I'm not... I'm going to stay at home, man. Gretel said she'd she'd uh, slip you the Mickey so you wouldn't know it and put you on the plane. I'm not coming. Not going. I'm not going. <laughs> the listener should see your little boo boo lip stuck out. You know I'm what that not, looks not like? Going. A honey boo boo lip. Oh fuck off, Kevin! <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, we had to go there again. Didn't I tell you enough last week about honey fucking boo boo? Oh. It was just, you know, it's like open mouth, hold foot in front. I'm going to shove that foot in your mouth. <laughs> Some people just can't let the boo-boo go. You know what, listeners? I, I honestly thought Kevin could give up the boo. But no, he can't give up the boo. He's still 
drunk on the boo boo. You got to recognize yourself. You know what disturbs me more is, is when you were talking to to Peter on the Deeper Look podcast. You you said that you actually know people who borderline what they do on that show, and I'm just like, oh dear God. Well, it's it's like this, and if I'm offending anybody that lives near me, I'm not telling anybody exactly where I live. Um, I grew the town I grew up in, and I talked about this. Mike and I have talked about this. We both grew up in very very small towns. And unfortunately, there are some interesting people in some of these small towns. Um, okay, but what, what, why not just do like the Salem witch trials and just you know burn them all at the stake? Well, as stop them friend, from breeding again. Another friend of mine is very fond of saying sometimes stupid kills. So <laughs> it it, you it did, kills you, brain cells. Well, it does tend to thin the herd at times as well. So. But, uh, yeah, there was, there's been some interesting people that, uh, my wife actually worked with, uh, a lady at one time that she showed a picture of her husband's family reunion mm. and they were from Southwestern Virginia down in uh, coal mining country. And I'm not picking on the coal miners. I'm just saying that's where they were from. But she said she saw a picture of all these, the men in the family. And she said it was spooky looking. They all looked a little too much alike and a little too... Too much inbred kind of thing. The tree forked and then grew back together, wrapped together, and went on. (laughs) Yeah, it just... It it was... But, I mean, you know, it's not that... It it does take all people to make a world. I understand that. But it's just... I don't know. I just... Sometimes things just shouldn't be this way. No, I agree. And, and like I said, I'm not hung up on Honey Boo, but I, I, you know, it's one of those things where I'm doing something else. I don't feel like changing the channel. It comes on. I watch. You know, if I miss it, it's like a lot of, t- and that's another thing that I, I was thinking about this week. There's a lot of television shows anymore that Frank, because you know, we were talking about the new season coming on. There's so many shows that I really, frankly, don't give a damn about anymore. I uh, no, nah, I did watch, and, and people can make fun of me for this, and I'm okay with it. I love Duck Dynasty. I don't know what it is about that show. You know I just love. That's actually not too bad in comparison to the Honey Boo Boo crap you watch. That's actually great. Uh, I'm looking forward. To, I'm enjoying that. that. That premiered Wednesday night. Yeah, Wednesday night. Um, I'm looking forward to the Big Bang to see where they take that this season. I enjoy. Two Broke Girls, and Mike and Molly. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, I'm trying to think, those are the only shows that if I miss them, I'm going to make a significant effort to go back and watch them. I just, I used to be a big CSI fan, and I, I still watch it. But if I miss it, I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. My wife's big into that new show, Elementary. I don't know if you've seen that. It's a modern uh, version of Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Lucy Liu plays Watson. And uh, uh, the guy that starred in the movie uh, uh, Hackers, I can't think of his name, with Angelina Jolie. Plays well, we the, all remember Angelina. I mean, you know. Well, it's was, an old was, movie. Was there anyone else in that movie beside her? Yes, there was a lot of other people. Oh, uh, was there? Hmm. Must have missed them all. But uh, he stars with her in that movie, and I can't think of his name. I can see his face. Um, and he really does a good job in this show, Elementary. It's a Sherlock Holmes, modern Sherlock Holmes, but Sherlock has a drug problem or a drinking problem, I can't remember, mm-hmm. that he's fighting against. I mean, he's a recovering whatever. And it's been moved from uh, the U.K. over to New York City. So it's it's interesting show. I, th- I find it really interesting to watch. Uh, and... Um, but again, it's she loves it. She won't miss it. If I miss it, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, kind of... I, I better tell you what I can't miss at the moment because it's it's TV season really at the moment. Uh, new shows coming in. So, of course, Big Ben, Star Trek, they're always a given. Absolutely, always a given. Um, Under the Dome. I mentioned it a few weeks ago. It started to take off. 
I got to catch up on that. My oldest wants to watch that with me, too. Yeah, very good. It started to take off about episode five, and it just hasn't stopped since then. So they did a bit of backstory to episode five. Now it's taken off. Really good. Um, Next one. Helen Wheels Season 3. Yes! They're back. Absolutely awesome. Uh, Love it. You know, all all of these, literally I've spent probably about $100 or more buying the season passes because I just have to have it. Um, And uh, what else have I been... Oh, Ice Road Truckers. I'm on at the moment as well. I really enjoy that. And I know I'm not the biggest reality TV person, but I've always enjoyed trucks and, and trucking. I've always, you know, if I didn't have a family and didn't go down the, the road of doing things that I did, I've always thought, oh, I wouldn't mind being a, a trucker for a, a job. So it's kind of interesting. Um, I also enjoy Axemen as well. Sorry, you need, to, you need to move to the United States if you want to be a trucker. I mean, this country's built on the uh, long-haul uh, truckers. I mean, oh, so I Australia, live, actually. I live along a major interstate, north-south interstate, and oh my! And there's a, a scale a set of scales not too far from uh, where I live. There's, well, there's actually several sets of truck scales, but my lord, the tractor and trailers that go up and down the road—it's um, unbelievable, you know. And yeah, it's they're always there's always advertisements in the local papers for local trucking companies that are looking because I live in an area where a lot of major highways come together, and then I also live not too far from a major uh, entry point into the United States for ships uh, ship cargo. So I mean, you got all these cargo containers that are coming in. You basically where they just take the cargo container, slap a set of wheels on the bottom of it, and take off. Um, so, I mean, it's, there's tons and tons of truckers or trucks running around the roads Mm -hmm. around. So I'm trying to picture you as a trucker breaker one nine. Good buddy. Yeah. Who knows? But you know, it's just one of those things I find interesting. It's the same with Axeman. I like watching that. Um, because I like, even though I don't like spiders, I like the woods. I like the idea of working in the woods and chopping down trees. Last weekend, I was chopping down some of the trees that we've got here because they were growing up into the gutter, and so I, I took them out. And, you know, I, I like that kind of thing. Uh, you know, maybe it's just because i got such soft, smooth hands, Kevin. My my pretty boy occasionally wants to turn into the Hulk and, and, and just go and do manly things. I know, I keep telling them I want a chainsaw. My wife says, why? I said, I don't know, I just want a chainsaw. Yeah, it's a man thing, isn't it? It's, it's like, I don't spend much time at the hardware store, but when I'm there, I enjoy myself. Oh my gosh, we have a, what would be considered in this area an old-fashioned type of hardware store. Been in business for about 80 years. And uh, about 15 years or so ago, they moved into a, what used to be like a uh, a regular uh, retail store, a bigger bigger space. I can go in there, and I've now corrupted my oldest. She goes in there with me, and we can walk around and walk up and down the aisles. And the best thing about that place, I mean, it's totally geeky, because the best thing about that place is I can walk in with any scrap, like a like a bolt where I have no clue thread count, you know, anything about it, I can walk in, walk up to the, go back there and start looking. Few, within just a couple minutes, one of the hardware guys will show up, and he'll look at it and go, oh, that's a, you know, something thread, you know, it's a left-hand twist and all that. Walk me right over and get it. Yep. You know, it, it, it's that type of service, and they have all the specialty little bits. I go in there, they're the only place in town that sells the particular type of furnace filters that I like to use on my HVAC system. And uh, I just, I love going in there and walking up. And I am willing to actually, they're not as cheap as the big chain stores are around here, like Lowe's and Home Depot and places like that. They're not that much more expensive. But I will patronize that store much quicker than I will those other two stores. I will go in there and I'll just, and when I tell my wife, I say, well, I'm going to go up to the store, to the hardware store. She said, see you in a couple hours. Because <laughs> I uh... walk up down the aisles and look at all the stuff and I'll come back with $50 worth of crap I didn't need but 
I eventually use it. It's not that it never gets used, but you know, like I'll find some sort of specialty light bulb that I know I wanted at one point and I'll buy it or I'll find some sort of specialty tool that they had that I only needed one other time and I think I may need one other time again, but I have to have it. So, you know, what can I say? You, you like the hardware. And just to, to bring back to the last TV show that I had on my list, Breaking Bad. The, uh, never- oh, you got to watch it. It's, um, I look, I, I have a twisted opinion on it because I don't endorse, uh, drugs of any, you know, shape or form. Uh, illegal drugs, that is, of course. You know, legal medical drugs are important, but, um, the illegal ones I, I don't back. But it's just a really, if, if you take the, the drug making manufacturing process out of it and you look at it as a, a drama, edge of your seat kind of drama, uh, show it's absolutely brilliant so uh that's on my list at the moment so literally i've got like four to five hours worth of tv watching every week now and uh yeah it's just that time of year great time of year tv's coming back well you're lucky in that sense though because i don't have a lot i mean we're all in reruns for the most part like i said duck dynasty just started back up but for the most part everything around here is in reruns now there's one other show that i cannot wait to see but I'll wait till the whole season is released and watch it to catch up. Is uh, Downton Abbey? I absolutely adore. Show. Have you ever had a chance to I watch that one? Haven't watched it, uh, but I, I know of it. But see, Kevin, the, the problem with that show is my mother likes it. Oh. <laughs> well, my mother likes. Mark doesn't. So uh, yeah. No, I uh, I have to admit it. I I'm not sure why, but I really enjoy that show. It's just something about it, and um, I've watched the first three. They're making, they're in the, I think they're still filming the four series, or maybe they just wrapped it. I can't remember. So I can't wait to watch it when it comes out to see what new twists and turns they put in it, and how they how they carry the story on. I've seen the little, um, I won't say spoilers, but hints as to what might uh-huh. be going on. Well, Kevin, you know what? We better wrap up this week's show because Gretel's already sent me a little message via iMessage saying, let me know when you finish talking to Kevin so I can come in and have a chat. <laughs> My God. She's keen, I'll tell you that much. See, she she likes the older men. I, I think she just likes trying to torment me with you and gun up on me. You think that's it? Yeah, I, I think that's it. Pretty sure that's it. <laughs> anyway, Kevin. Yes, I, I, I know I'm, I'm Cyloning. Cyloning. Oh well, crap! I couldn't type. Okay, I was trying to be polite about it. Do it on the on the down low there. You know, we, we've we've got this problem with you every time we we do a one on one chat. I noticed you had it with Peter as well, where your audio would dip out a bit towards after like forty minutes. But yet, if we if we do, uh, you know, if I have you on NAMP, for instance, it never happens. Or if we do a Google chat, it never happens. I don't know what the hell is wrong with Skype, but damn fucking Microsoft, stupid bloody software company. Anyway, it, Kevin, it's the NSA tapping in is what's causing the problem. Yeah, well, you know, what 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 are they going to get us on, Kevin? Did I say fuck too often in the show? No, it's that uh, 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 the the white powder that you're going to be sending. Oh, me the in. white the the secret white powder. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll have it smuggled in a teddy bear. So there you go, and it's like yeah. look for teddy bears. Yeah, there. That's what it is. He <laughs> <laughs> comes to knock at the door. <laughs> Oh, shit. Are you still there? <laughs> oh, dear. So, Kevin, where can the listeners find out more about you until next week's worth of tomfoolery? If, if the listeners want to find out about me, they can always go over to twitter.com uh, or even app.net. I'm trying really hard to spend more time there, too. Uh, it's B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Uh, on either one of those, or if you want to go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, you'll find links to the other stuff I do. Fantastic. And for anything relating to me, including giving me all the wonderful feedback about how 
I'm so much better than Kevin, and, and my point system is perfect, and, and I'm, I'm just a perfect co-host, uh, head across to markdroontree.com. Gee, I love having the last say. Well, thank you for listening and subscribing to the show. Until next week, take care. And don't forget, between now and next week, to hug a geek. And I still got the last word in. Woohoo! I thought Kevin was going to come back with something, but he didn't. <laughs> See you next week. Piss off. Ah, oh, Kevin. You can't say that to our one listener. He'll go running for the it's hills. It's just for or, you. He'll go to the toilet. What are you doing? Just for me. Uh, bye, listeners. <laughs> this is Chris Cooley of the Minnesota Vikings. Listen up, knuckleheads. It's me, five times NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Scrap Iron Item Pierce. This is Lou Avina. And this is Evan Young. We are co-creators of The Last West. This is Robert Vendetti, writer of Exo Man of War and Green Lantern. This is Morgan Freeman. And you're listening to the Casual Heroes Podcast. Titty Sprinkles. So, Chris. Gavin. That's an NFL All-Pro punter. I think that's a five-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion wrestler. That's a guy that has his comic book in the Smithsonian. That's a New York Times best-selling author. That's a guy that sounds like an Academy Award-winning actor. I think they're all listening to the Casual Heroes. Why isn't everybody else? Well, if they were, then they would get to, to hear us say stuff like and really put down the Oh, and Well, and then Jed also told uh, Dwayne to suck <laughs> The Casual Heroes, now part of the Stoplight Network. Oh, dear God.